I'm Daniel Levine, and this is Rarecast. Bay Bernard is an eight-year-old girl with diamond black fan anemia, a rare condition that has set her family and friends on a search for a suitable bone marrow donor. But her understanding of the need of others in a similar situation has her on a quest to find not only a match for herself, but for many others who are unable to find a life-saving bone marrow donation they need. We spoke to Jennifer Scott, founding board member and vice president of media and communications for Haley's Heroes, about diamond black fan anemia, the challenges of finding bone marrow donors, and the impact the organization is having. Jennifer, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. We're going to talk about Haley Bay Bernard, a young girl in Texas with a rare condition known as diamond black fan anemia and efforts your organization is doing to find a suitable bone marrow donor. Let's start with diamond black fan anemia. What is it? How rare is it? How is it diagnosed and treated? And what's the prognosis for someone with the disease? Those are all great questions. Uh, uh, It is an anemia. Uh, What happens is Hallie's bone marrow does not produce red blood cells. So that's a little bit concerning. (laughs) The red blood cells carry oxygen to your brain and to your organs, and when your body is definitely not a good thing. Um, A red blood cell count for a healthy person falls between 11 and 15. Um, When you hit a level 9, people get concerned. A level 7, they tell you you should really have a blood transfusion. Your organs can really start shutting down. And basically how it was diagnosed for Hallie, because I'm not sure that it's the same way for for everyone, it's usually diagnosed at birth, Um, Hallie was constantly getting sick. Uh, Her parents knew there was something wrong. The doctors were telling her, you know, that she was a nervous mom. Um, She really wasn't gaining weight fast enough. A cold would last forever. She wasn't sleeping well. And at uh, a 12-month baby checkup, they tested her for anemia, and it came back positive. And after a whole lot of blood tests, they got a phone call from the doctor and were told to head to the emergency room. It turned out that Hallie's red blood cell count was at a four, and apparently Hallie is a fighter. (laughs) So she was up and running around, and the doctors had just never, ever seen anything like that, and she was diagnosed with DBA. Is is there treatments for DBA? Is this usually handled with blood transfusions? or? So, yes, blood transfusions. Actually, right now, Hallie is currently taking steroids to survive. Um, unfortunately, with steroids is that your body metabolizes that at some point, and the person becomes steroid resistant, which is definitely what will happen at some point. It could be tomorrow. It could be five years from now. We don't know. Uh, At that point, she would actually require a blood transfusion at least every three weeks in order to survive. 
And so we joined with D, uh, DKMS, Delete Blood Cancer was what they were known as. Um, DKMS is one of the organizations that helps register people to the National Bone Marrow Registry or the International Bone Marrow Registry. And um, so what, because there is no cure for DBA, the only thing that will technically cure her is a bone marrow transplant. Um, and we still don't have her match. She's been on the registry since basically she was 13 months old and she's now eight. What's been her experience with the disease? I, I take it she's uh, just north of Texas, about 40 miles. How far does she travel for treatment? And, and what's been the progression? Has it uh, affected yeah. her development or her ability to, to live as an eight-year-old child yeah. would? Well, so I'll go back to you and I'll come to that if that's okay. But part of the issue is that DBA is extremely rare, which I know is one of the reasons that we're speaking. There are less than 800 kids who have that, uh, who have DBA. And many of them are very sick. But with DBA, with only 800 kids, research for a cure is really not funded. And whatever money the foundation gets to research a cure is, is generally through private donation. And you can imagine hospital bills, medical bills, treatment bills, the families whose kids are suffering from DBA don't have the money to fund research for a cure. There are also very few hospitals or doctors that specialize in DBA or even know about DBA because it is so rare. There are only four hospitals in the entire United States who have specialists trained to treat kids with DBA. Um, and so Hallie's family moved from Virginia to Dallas to be near one of those four hospitals and uh, get Hallie into some, you know, some way of having someone who knew what they were dealing with. Hallie now, because she's on steroids, uh, is seemingly healthy. I mean, she goes to school, she's a Girl Scout, she's very active, she does get tired much more easily than her friends, she doesn't participate in all the running around and really being a kid because, you know, the oxygen levels are low and she tires quickly and she needs a nap after school and it's, it's not fabulous, but from looking at her, you would never know that she was sick. Um... You know, she, the steroid days are hard when, when she needs to have that treatment. You know, well, her moods change. She doesn't know why. She's too young to understand what the drug's doing to her. Um, it's, it's very difficult. If she gets a cold, it can last for a month. Um, you know, a flu diagnosis would not be good for her, Allie. Um, and with other kids in a public school system and other kids at home, it's, uh, it's not a normal life, that's for sure. You're a founding member, board member of Hallie's Heroes. What, what is Hallie's Heroes? That's a great question. Hallie's Heroes is a charity that was founded uh, two years ago, really following Hallie's courage and strength. Um, at six, Hallie decided that she wanted to do more than just find her match her bone marrow match. She realized that there were, you know, just in listening to people talk, um, listening to the people getting swabbed for, for bone marrow 
you know, to register on the registry, she learned that there were 14,000 people looking for a bone marrow match and 800 kids with DBA just like her. And she wanted to do more than just help herself. She wanted to help everyone. And Elise Barnard, Hallie's mom, uh, tried to figure out ways that they could fundraise and realized that if there were, if we were not, if she didn't have an actual foundation or charity, it would be very difficult for her to fundraise and then give the money to the DBA foundation without looking at as it like a uh, personal donation. So she got some really great advice and asked a bunch of friends and some very wonderful community members. And we came together and we formed Hallie's Heroes. We're an official 501c3. Uh, we have a board of directors who work tirelessly, completely volunteer to raise awareness for the National Bone Marrow Registry. Partnering with DKMS, we host swab drives. Uh, we host swab parties <laughs> to, to swab the inside of your cheeks to get them sent in for DNA testing. Uh, we also have several fundraisers throughout the year to raise money for the DBA Foundation for research to find a cure and also for DKMS because it does cost them a decent amount of money per swab to test, but they don't obviously charge anyone who is trying to register, so we try to give back to them as well. Oh, our goal is really to... Um, provide as much assistance as we can for DBA families, whether it's financial assistance or emotional assistance, raise awareness about both DBA and the bone marrow registry and raise funds as discussed. So it's, um, it's really a wonderful mission. Any idea how many people the organization has gotten to be tested? Uh, we have... Yes, I can answer that question. <laughs> um, I do know that we have actually found 17 matches in two years. Um, I can get you the exact number of swabs, I believe. Uh, you know what? I may not be able to get you that exact number. I apologize. I had certain, um, something on the order of 2,200 people. But it's, people. it's been, yeah, we, um, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, we have registered over 2,500 people so far. And when you say 17 um, matches, a, obviously this is not for Haley. This is for other patients in need of a bone marrow donation. That's correct. So less than 2% of the U.S. is actually registered to the bone marrow registry. And for those who are registered, you have a 1% chance of being a match to any one of the 14,000 people waiting to find their match. Um, it's, it's, you know, a DNA match. I mean, it's a genetic twin. It's, it's not so common. And those numbers are, are very scary to us. Those, those odds are not in our favor. So, yes, the, the 17 matches we have found so far have been for, for other families. Um, Hallie, again, still has not yet found her match. What does someone have to go through to get tested, and how difficult is it to convince someone to do this? So the, the test itself, the registration is very simple. Uh, you can order a swab kit from dkms.org, or you can attend a swab drive or an event where somebody is swabbing 
it's as simple as running a giant Q-tip inside your cheek, uh, sort of getting some of those cells together, doing the same thing on the other side, sticking it in an envelope and mailing it off to get tested for DNA. Um, to convince someone to do it, we try not to convince. Uh, really, we understand the process can be very scary, but what's worse is a person in need thinking they found a match and to have that match back out and not end up wanting to donate, which could just be heartbreaking. So we're very careful when we do register people to the registry that we let them know exactly what the procedures would be if they were determined to be a match for someone. We partner with DKMS. And DKMS pays for everything for the donor. Uh, they would go through a series of medical tests to make sure that they were healthy enough to donate bone marrow and that also the other side, that the patient is healthy enough at the time to accept the, the transplant. Uh, in most cases, the donation is done very simply in um, sort of like donating plasma or platelets. They take the blood out of one arm, they remove the stem cells, and they put the blood back in the other arm. It's an outpatient scenario. It's uh, relatively painless. Unfortunately, sometimes, depending on the how sick the recipient is or also potentially the age of the recipient, uh, they would actually need to take bone marrow, and they do that from the hip. Um, yes, you will be sore. You will feel a little bit like you have the flu. That feeling should last, you know, maybe four days, but the feeling of saving someone's life lasts forever. Again, DKMS pays for everything. They would transport the donor uh, to whatever necessary facilities there are, along with a partner, you know, someone, a guest, uh, to keep, to stay with them. And um, DKMS makes it very, very easy. And again, the feeling of saving someone's life is uh, pretty incredible. One of the things Haley's Heroes and DKMS recently did was release a music video, a, a version of Taylor Swift's Shake It Off featuring Haley in the Fort Worth Police Department and the Fort Worth Department. How did that come yeah. about? <laughs> well, that's a very interesting story. Hallie's dad is a Marine, and her and uh, she and her siblings have always been taught to approach uh, someone in uniform and thank them for their service. And after a TV interview at one point, Hallie and her mom were in a diner in Fort Worth, in a restaurant rather, in Fort Worth, and sitting near them were <laughs> a number of the Fort Worth Police Department's finest. Uh, in full uniform, and Hallie went over and thanked them for their service. They recognized her. She told them that they were her double heroes, that she just knew one of them would be her match. And after some time, Elise, Hallie's mom, put out a message on social media asking if anyone could identify who those police officers were. Hallie really wanted to make sure they swapped. And one of their wives recognized the photo, got in touch with us, uh, really got in touch with Elise, and Hallie has developed uh, since then, I mean, this was even pre-Hallie's Heroes official, um, Hallie has developed a phenomenal relationship with the Fort Worth Police Department 
and the Fort Worth Fire Department. These officers and these firefighters are truly double heroes. They go out of their way on their off time to encourage her and to make her smile and to participate. They host swab drives and events constantly. Um, they, the police department, the recruits that come in are all asked if they're willing to swab. A couple of the recruit classes have chosen Hallie's Heroes as their charity of choice when they do fundraising. It's really just been an incredible thing. So they were talking. The Fort Worth Police Department regularly does videos to recruit new uh, new officers. And they decided that this video would be also to help Hallie. And it really grew from there. So what started with a parody idea that would have just been a fairly small event turned into Hallie's Heroes partnering with DKMS. And both, again, as you said, the PD and the fire department, um, community volunteers, wonderful, wonderful choreographers, Chris Hatchett, our producer and director. It was just an amazing, amazing experience. And um, the video on YouTube is, is, I mean, I think we're up to 40,000 views. It's, it's just an incredible, incredible opportunity. What's the prognosis for Hallie and, and where do you go from here? <laughs> Unfortunately, Danny, no one has an answer to that question. Um, at some point, Hallie needs to find a bone marrow match. Um, she can't stay on steroids forever. A blood transfusion every couple of weeks is not a great way to live. And there's no cure. Hallie needs a bone marrow match. Jennifer Scott, founding board member and VP of Media and Communications for Hallie's Heroes. If you want to learn more about donating bone marrow, you can go to the dkms.org website or go to teamhallieb.org, team, H-A-L-L-I-E-B-E-A.org. Jennifer, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. For more information about rare disease and to connect to the rare disease community, go to globalgenes.org. To keep up on the latest news and trends affecting the rare disease community, be sure to visit raredaily.org. You can subscribe to the Rarecast RSS feed through raredaily.org or through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast manager. The Rarecast is produced for Global Genes by the Levine Media Group. You can also find our podcast, The Bio Report, on these popular podcast sites. Our theme music is composed by Jonah Levine and performed by the Jonah Levine Collective. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note at danny at levinemediagroup.com.